Hello all and welcome to Bring Your Own Chair, a CX Accelerator podcast. This unique resource is all about you, the CX professional who is out there navigating your career journey. We've got so many incredible people in this community who care deeply about equipping the next generation of CX leaders, and we are bringing them to you. Whether you're looking for encouragement, equipping, or connection, we've got a space for you at this table. So grab your chair and let's welcome our host, Sally Mildren. What's going on, everybody? Nate Brown here, and have we got something special for you. We are kicking off the very first Bring Your Own Chair podcast, and we've got with us in the studio, Sally Mildred. What's going on, Sally? Great to see you today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. We have been uh, preparing some things for you all behind the scenes for some time, and and Sally has offered so generously to be the host of, of this resource and has brought so much life to this idea we're gonna we're gonna get into that in just a few minutes but uh really just setting the stage for what this is this is for you as a cx professional mm-hmm. we exist in this community to equip you and to help you have the best most meaningful cx career possible and as we were thinking about what what is the community missing what, what are some additional ways that we could add value it was these really honest conversations about the stuff that we face in this work and, and we don't want to have, have the distraction of particular brands and, and technologies and things. That all impacts this work, and that's all important. We'll talk about those things. But this is about you. This is about equipping yourself and that mentality of how we bring that mentality to this work and overcome those challenges as, as professionals in this space. So as we're thinking about who could host this thing, who's got the wisdom and the experience and just just all these things that we need to extend to to the newer generation of, of CX professionals. And of course, it was Sally. So Sally, thank you so much for being willing. <laughs> that was a jazz and, hand worthy. <laughs> so th- this is me, Nate Brown, in, uh, ordaining Sally as the official host with this lightsaber, this CX accelerator <laughs> lightsaber. You are the host of this thing, and we are extending full control of this to you. Uh, but what we wanted to do, Sally, in this first episode was uh, you, you came up with this brilliant idea of bring your own chair and what a, what a cool metaphor. So we're going to get to unpack that. But before we do, Sally, just tell us a little bit about you. Well, thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. I am a agency owner and CEO and founder but previous to that, I spent more than 20 years in corporate America from nonprofits to Fortune 50 companies, mm. leading their teams around experience, around communications, marketing, brand, culture, and employee engagement, and how all of those elements so importantly interweave to really create workspaces and environments that people want to stay in. Oh, and so well honestly, <laughs> today, you know, if, if anything, the last few years have taught us is that nothing stayed the same. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think that the valuable lessons that we can learn as leaders of customer experience and as change makers within our own organizations to help influence culture, to help influence employee engagement and the customer experience is really what we're excited about on this podcast, but also because 
it's the work I have lived and led and seen successful. I've mentored others and it's what we do as an agency. So it is honestly the key to success in leadership and in business. I mean, Sally, I just, I love the way that you talk about this work and, and the fact that it's not about customer experience at the end of the day. It's it's about the people that we get to serve. CX matters because people matter <laughs> and right. you matter. We, we want to make sure that you're getting the most out of this work so that you can do the most of it and mm-hmm. earn the right to grow this work inside of your organization. And as you could already tell with Sally, she is one who has earned the right over time. Through, through smart examples, through, through earning the ROI, proving, demonstrating the ROI, and has been a mentor to so many in this area. So Sally, bring your own chair. I mean, I, I love this metaphor. Maybe it's because I'm a millennial and uh, <laughs> stereotypically, we love to have a seat at the table, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, for so much of my career, I felt like I was kind of set apart from, from that table. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this idea of, of bring your own chair and earning the right. Tell us about this metaphor that you came up with. So the metaphor started and is attributed to a former representative, Shirley Chisholm, who was the very first African-American woman to be in Congress. And she has a storied career. You should look Mm -hmm. her up. She was a fighter for people, for humans. Yeah. And so I love from that context that she represented the immigrants, the poor, the underserved. And I love from the context that the phrase comes from a human who was committed to humans, because that ultimately is what our work is in customer experience. And she was one of the first, Hmm. you know, in the early 60s, when there was still a lot of racial um, biases in our elected roles, she Mm -hmm. was one of the first. She ran for president. Despite all of the things she stood against, she she said, if they won't give you a seat at the table, bring your own chair. And I love Mm. the sentiment of it, that she knew what was right. She knew what she stood for, what needed to happen, the change that she was advocating for. She wasn't going to wait for an invitation. She was going to make herself invaluable to that conversation and place herself at the table. And I feel like, Mm. you know, when you look at like Forrester just did a study recently where it showed that more than 60% of CX professionals can't demonstrate their ROI. Wow. Yeah. And, And they even went so far as to predict that by 2025, 40% of the CX positions are going to be eliminated as a result of that. You hate to hear that. (laughs) It's terrible. It's scary. But there's no more important time than now to learn the skills, the talent, get the advice and mentorship you need to be able to demonstrate your ROI. And I think if you look at how our world has changed, Mm -hmm. even just the remote or in-office conversation, the way that the employees of today have more say than ever, if anything good has come from the last several years, is that the hand is being forced at business to recognize the way to true profitability is by making business more human. More mm. human for the customer, Absolutely. human for your staff. And so that theme is why we wanted to name this podcast, Bring Your Own Chair, because you have what you need. 
you might just need a little help to figure out which pieces to bring and how to show up and how to report or mm. how to present yourself or your yeah. ideas, how to advocate or get cross collaboration across the organization. All of those kinds of things we'll dive into to really help empower you, regardless of where you're at in your career, mm -hmm. to grow and to make the passion that you see for the customer and the humans in your business a reality. I love it, Sally. It's so cool. I mean, just your heart for this, the servant leadership nature that's built inside of you. Uh, I mean, you're just such a great example for us. So inspiring in terms of what this work can and, and should be uh, if we embrace that type of leadership. Because I, I, I feel like, and maybe I'm getting ahead of myself here, but I feel like there's a right and a wrong way to bring the chair into the room. <laughs> <laughs> and I've done it the wrong way before. I feel like early in my career, you know, I was, I was ordained with that first CX director title and mm -hmm. I felt like, Oh, I, I have it now. I did it. Yeah. I did it. it. It's time to, it's time to roll into the boardroom mm -hmm. and uh, just did not do that with humility. Did not do that with kindness. I, I wasn't serving. Mm -hmm. I was there to be served. I was there to take and not to give. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was trying to usurp the, the burden, the responsibility of UX away from others and onto myself yeah. so that I could control the work. And, and as you can imagine, Sally, it had exactly the opposite result <clears throat> of everything that I was trying to accomplish through, through great CX. Right. So the idea of bringing our chair into the room, I mean, what's, what's the better mentality to, to approach that with? Well, what you describe is very, very common among younger leaders and I have been there myself. <laughs> and I think that if you take the approach of do unto others, if you will, mm. yeah, you know, what we are seeking in work is respect for respect for ideas and the things yeah. we're bringing to the table. We're seeking an opportunity to have voice. We're seeking impact. And yet when we approach any initiative, whether it's a, you know, a new, communication channel or a whole new CX platform. When we approach any of that from the perspective of mine and not a collaboration, you're going to kind of, you know, sow that mm. lack of collaboration. And honestly, in my career, the most successful CX and employee engagement and culture and change initiatives that I have led came from a true teamwork collaboration where I sought the advice of the CFO on mm -hmm. how to, how to do the numbers right. And what numbers really showed a difference. And I sought the advice of these other department areas to help them understand how this initiative helps them be more successful, helps me be more successful, helps the client. It's that rising tide floats all boats kind of concept well that if you don't, go in with, as you said, the humility to, to figure out how as a team we can collectively grow, Yeah, you are going to find yourself alienated on the outside and people just kind of like, okay, nice. You go do yeah. your thing, but don't bother my thing. And that ultimately isn't going to result in long-term change. So I think there's something magical there, Sally, about that idea of don't touch my thing. And when we make our thing customer experience, that can actually create a huge barrier mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. to the outcomes that we're trying to generate when we try to shove everything through the CX funnel. I was right. talking to Adrian Swinsco about this a couple of weeks ago. We were doing some content yeah. around Hiver and in our prep call, uh, he, he was really challenging me and helping me to think through sometimes the terminology and, and the language that we develop in mm-hmm. our cult of CX mm-hmm. can, can be a huge turnoff and, and actually be something that really prevents us from inviting others into the work. And, and really, what is the work? Is the work customer experience? I mean, yeah, but does it have to be under that terminology when in fact the work that we're trying to do is to create a more customer-centric culture? Right. We're trying to make right. it so that our people can serve our customers better. And, and even if that doesn't happen directly through the CX program, as it were, right. does that mean that it's not okay? Does that mean that something's happening that's wrong? Or should we embrace that momentum? Should we try to unlock more of that and empower others to do more and more CX work, even if they're not using that word? Well, and I agree. I think I would challenge somebody who thinks CX is only about the end user. Because if you as a leader in your organization recognize that your customer is your colleague in finance and operations and your colleague in sales and it's the end user. I think that that will change the way you approach your strategies to make sure you aren't just a bull in a China shop that's just Mm -hmm. charging through and offending everybody because ultimately you have the opportunity to come across like a little bit of a punk that is saying everything you've been doing is no good. And (laughs) nobody wants to be put on their heels and now be in a position where they not only have to report to their boss, but now they're trying to answer to why they aren't doing so well. And I've done that wrong myself. I mean, there's a right way and a wrong way to bring change initiatives forward. And we'll be talking about Mm -hmm. that in a future Mm -hmm. episode. We also have an episode planned where we're going to talk about how CX is not a solo sport. Oh, yes. And it's easy to get, especially if it's not, you know, a broad team in your organization. It's easy to get a, I got to do this myself, pull up your Mm. boots mentality. And yet the establishing and building of relationships and who do you lean to and who do you pull in close? And the change management of that is something we're going to talk about in one of our next couple episodes. And I think it's going to be a really enlightening conversation to make sure you know you aren't alone. I mean, you have this community, first of all, CXA with lots of global expertise at the ready but it's but even within your own organization, if you're the only one that's got CX in your title or anything like it, good luck. You're still not alone. You still yeah, good point. Have to right. In a mentality. <laughs> yeah, that that's so true. I mean, the the power of a of a CX change coalition, or gosh, call it anything, but yeah. a, a group of cross functional leaders who are all committed to keeping the promise of the brand. <laughs> Right. And, and making that a reality in a way that generates loyalty and generates trust on behalf right. of the organization to its employees and its customers. Right. I mean, that's where we get ROI from, right? Right. It's, it's that concept of loyalty and it starts inside the house. And 100%. then we earn that on these additional layers moving forward, earn it with our existing customers, earn it with potential customers because yep. they see the tribe, they see the community that we're building to use that term from tribal leadership 
Mm-hmm. And it's just so real to me. I, I, I would love at some point, Sally, we got to get Mark Schaefer on this thing. I'm being blown away right now by mm-hmm. um, belonging to the brand that, that yeah, Mark Schaefer that recent that released. Holy cow. I mean, just the idea of community and our opportunity right. to create meaningful communities through the work that we do as CX professionals. Right. We are right. uniquely positioned in a few different ways, but the scope of our work for sure. Mm-hmm. Also the mentality that we bring. Right. I mean, this isn't tooting our horn over here, but let's be honest. I mean, usually us as CX professionals, we have that built-in empathy. We've got that that gift of listening, that gift of, of serving, that gift mm-hmm. of serving and bringing others together and connecting them in meaningful ways. We were drawn to this work for a reason. Right. And others need that, and it's harder for them to facilitate it. Right. So we get to do that if we have the skills and if we're bringing that type of mentality towards this work. Right. And I think that key of serving doesn't, again, belong only to the end user. It belongs to your internal audience. And when you can build that core of collaboration, guess what happens? Then when you're in an executive meeting or a business meeting and things are kind of like, oof, I don't know about funding CX, you've got a rally of people who are like, oh my gosh, since we implemented this, this change has happened in the call center. This change has happened in operations. Our loyalty has increased X percent and it has resulted in millions of dollars of bottom line for us. And so there is a selfish benefit to it as well. If if you need to go there first, fine, till it's truly altruistic, but there is a selfish benefit to having that core of collaborators that really Uh co-sponsor the co-creation of a customer-centric culture, which really is truly the only way it's going to be sustainable. Otherwise, it will be kind of a tactic du jour. Yeah. Earning those advocates and those allies. You know, Mm -hmm. Becky Roman talks about this so eloquently. Mm -hmm. Gene Bliss, going back to the canon of Chief Customer Officer Mm 2.0 and the idea of the power core (laughs) and figuring out where in the business the power core is and Mm -hmm. making them, earning them as an ally by truly inviting them into the work. You're not going to do that if CX is just your thing. Right. You do that by, by positioning And Mm -hmm. it doesn't even have to be the word of CX, but positioning, when we do these things, when we serve in this way, when we're true Mm -hmm. to our brand core in these ways, here's how the loyalty comes. Here's how the financials come. Here's Mm -hmm. how this experience improves. Here's how you, IT professional, because let's be honest, usually the power core is somewhere in IT Mm because they control the AI, they control the data, they got the the scientists Mm -hmm. in there and they got all the budget right now. How can we demonstrate that when we improve the digital experience in these ways, that's how they accomplish their objectives, the things that they're being held accountable to. That's how we earn the power core. Right, right. And I, you know, I believe that for companies that aren't completely digital also, but for the digital ones as well, I think it's really important to recognize that if you're creating this stellar UX on your digital asset, and the customer service team has not been brought along to the why mm-hmm. and the how and the oh, expectation, gosh. then you end up with two different experiences. And that is really bad for overall loyalty, for your reviews, for if you're using that AI to 
call the sentiment and the, you know, whatever with natural language processing, mm -hmm. you're going to find that people get ticked off when I talk to this guy and get told one thing, I get talked to this one and get told another, this gal told me something else. That is a terrible yep. route and a quick path to loss of membership. No doubt about it. Goodness. The, we could talk all day around digital experience, but you know, we want to keep this focused on our, our people and equipping our people. And I think, I think we're doing a great job of that. Would love to get maybe one more thought as we kind of wind this down a bit, Sally, and, and would love for you also to introduce what we have for, for the next episode. Cause okay. I'm excited for that. Uh, but maybe, maybe just one more tip for our community here on how to earn that right and prove the ROI of CX work. I think that um, in order to really be a catalyst of change within your organization, um, that you have to know, first of all, what are the overall goals of the organization? I think yeah. sometimes we get in our own echo chamber and we really think, oh, CX, CX, CX. And it's interesting because we've had yeah, clients right. who've come to us and are like, I'm worried my budget's going to get cut. And I'm like, okay, so how mm. are you aligning to the overall goals of the organization? They're like, oh. Wow. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Guess what? That's the wow. most important piece of ROI that you need to demonstrate. If your organization is all about uh, meeting this revenue mark or expanding membership in X product, increasing whatever, figure out exactly how your CX initiatives can roll up to that measure. Yes. And that is the most important thing for you to earn your credibility, to mm -hmm. get the seat at the table, to get a budget, to get expanded buy-in. Sometimes it doesn't have to be the whole new hundreds of thousands of dollars tech stack. Maybe you can fix this one friction point with your initiative that results in greater membership retention. Yeah. yeah. All of that is the language you need to learn to speak. So I'm really excited right. about that. Awesome. Well, I have one more thought that just popped in my head, Sally, and it's the fact that my chair, my chair's got wheels on it. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that's important because the yeah. table doesn't exist, does it? I mean, the <laughs> table is all over the place. We got to be where our customers are. We got to be where our employees are, where we can serve them. Right. So, I mean, we, as we talk about bringing the seat to the table, it's not just the boardroom. <laughs> right. We, we got to have a chair with rolly wheels on it. We got to be ready to move and be right. there where we can support people and make these meaningful connections. There's no right. one table where we're serving at. We, we earn the right at the boardroom table, but we right. do the work at a lot of different tables. Right. And I would, I would add a little additional challenge for especially newer folks. The boardroom table is a place you need to also be a servant. Sometimes, sometimes we get this us versus them mentality yeah. with whoever the executive decision makers are. Hmm. And I can, I can guarantee you that in most cases, you're going to be on the losing end of that battle. If yeah. they're the executive and they're not. And so it's important as a leader of CX that you find a way to figure out what thumb is on the back of that COO that drives you crazy. Oh. What is his butt on the line for? Yeah. And how can yeah. you serve him? Because yep. I can guarantee if you make that COO a success and you're helping him be successful, yep. you will be successful. Yeah, I got to brag on uh, Debbie. Debbie uh, 
WS, who uh, I had a, a call with her earlier today from the community mm -hmm. where, where nice. we got paired together in, in uh, the micro mentorship program. And thank oh. you so much to Jenny Dempsey, who's doing a brilliant yes. job with that. We love you, Jenny. And we so appreciate you facilitating mm -hmm. that program. Great stuff already coming out from that. Um, but I mean, Debbie was so encouraging to me today. I, I am so impatient and, and I do foster that victim mentality quickly in terms of, oh, well, there's somebody that's against CX and against me. Like I take it really personally. Right. And she's been just doing the work faithfully and kindly and humble and, and just faithfully so long and has earned so much credibility in her organization. I mean, she's able to accomplish things and have conversations that that are really difficult for me. Cause, yeah. cause I've not been there and I have not earned that. So I, thank yeah. you, Debbie, for your encouragement to me on that earlier today. That's awesome. That's awesome. I think it's awesome. And so we do, speaking of Jenny Dempsey, we have a session coming up where we are going to talk about CX is not a solo sport. Mm. We're going to talk about the importance of relationship, of building relationship. Where do you go for support inside and outside of the organization and really helping you expand your thinking about your shoulders and what you need to carry on your own in this world? Because it's a big world. And then our other session that we have coming up, we're super excited about. Karen Hurt is going to join us. Oh, I'm so excited and, about And we're going to include a fun little segment in that called asking for a friend. So a member mm. from this very community is going to come and ask her some questions. Love it. Just hot seat style and get some advice on leadership. Karen's going to really talk about the core competencies of being a leader and how you can do that without losing yourself. A lot oh. of people think it's all in, nose to the grindstone, whoa, abandon all to succeed. And then it's just not the case. So Karen, we're going to start off right away with a really great section on core competencies to lead this kind of work and how to understand where you stand as a human and protecting those boundaries. So I love it. Well, Sally, you are so our person and thank you. Thank <laughs> you for investing your time and your wisdom. And it is such a gift to us. So you will not see my face again unless Sally invites me on. Uh, and I'm so excited for these episodes that she has coming up. And I hope this is encouraging for you. And just, just use us as a resource. That is, that is what we are. We are a volunteer nonprofit that is mm -hmm. here to help you and to grow you. Do not hesitate to leverage that. We're, we're here for you. We want you to be successful in this work. And this work is too important <laughs> right. to, to fail at. I mean, we need, we need great experiences right now because it, it helps bring peace and harmony and, and mm -hmm. so many things into, into people's lives. So when we do this work, well, great things happen. So let's keep okay. encouraging and equipping one another. Sally, any, any parting words here? I just want to say that we're going to mix it up a little. It's not going to just be pure interview style. We want to have a segment called pass the hors d'oeuvres where we are going to highlight uh, latest research and insights, maybe a new piece of technology or a interesting professional development or conference or something. We want to keep it fresh. And then we will have, we will have a specific way that you're able to take the message and apply it every time needs to be practical, able mm -hmm. to go straight from this podcast to your next to do list at work so that you are kept informed and inspired and empowered 
to grow in your role as a CX professional. We're really excited about it and we're glad that you're here. Cheers. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you on the next episode. Have a great day. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.